0: Hey, what's up, hello? Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me.
1: And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla.
0: Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand.
1: On today's episode, Dressing Queer. Sounds fake, but okay.
0: Welcome back to the pod! Hello? <laughs> I feel like after I say that, we always just, I never like, know what, look at each
1: other. I never know what to do, because well, you, you need... have something standard to say, and yeah, I don't, so I You need to figure feel... out
0: something standard to say that isn't just... <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> if anyone has any thoughts on what I should say, uh, please let me know. Cool. Okay, Exciting well, things have been happening this week. That's true. We saw a very large cow on the internet.
0: Yeah, that's true. I
1: yeah. tweeted it. We should we say?
0: We can say
1: we got interviewed for a magazine.
0: Yes, we're going to be famous, and when it's when it is out in the world, we will share with all of you. Yeah,
1: but it is a magazine. They do a sex and sexuality issue every year mm-hmm. on our campus, mm-hmm. and they reached out to us and they were like, "We want to do an interview." And it was we truly talked this lovely girl's ear off for an <laughs> hour because you know it's what we do. We every have week. lots of things to say. Um. But it was a very lovely experience. The girl who interviewed us was like so willing to learn and was so interested in things and was so mm-hmm. nice. Um, so that was great. It was lovely. Yes, quite. There's also some other exciting stuff that should be coming up. Is there very soon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, so, Kayla, yeah, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about dressing. As a queer person. Mm-hmm. So I know you have some ideas that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I also have a few things.
0: Hit me with them.
1: Mine are, I think, yeah, I think it'd be a good idea to start with mine because they're more like historical. So, I'm in a queer media class. I've mentioned it several times, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, something, we've, like, looked at some, like, art exhibits. We've looked at a lot of, like, special collections in, like, libraries and stuff for queer things. And something that was interesting that we've learned about, and that I learned about doing some individual research for a project. Research. Is that a lot of times, like, way back when, like, 1800s, like, Oscar Wilde time, Queer men would, like, really have to code things very subliminally because it was even worse to actually out yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. it was truly a very dangerous time. And so, a lot of times, like, in paintings, they would, like, signify a man's queerness by, like, putting a flower on his lapel or, like, coding certain colors in a painting. And Mm -hmm. so... There was these very specific ways of like dressing or accessorizing yourself to like show mm-hmm. other queer men that you were gay. Mm-hmm. Going it's along like with how that,
0: these people have like
1: the yeah, so out it's there very similar to or, the ace yeah. ring. Something else that I found in class that was very similar. I'm not sure when this was. I think it may be the 70s or 80s, but mm-hmm. I'm not super sure. It was very common in gay clubs and gay bars. Men would wear different colored handkerchiefs or mm-hmm. like bandanas, mm-hmm. and the color would signify like. Um, a sexual act that you were into so like mm-hmm. bdsm or like uh, fisting whatever yeah so the color would signify the act and then where you placed it on your body would signify like whether you're a top or a bottom or something like yeah. that and so this was something super common um when you went out it was in an exhibit i think there was like a range of bandanas yeah. that they ha- that was part of an art exhibit I forget what it's called. There's a name for it. I'm sure someone knows. Um, But yeah, when you went out to the clubs, it was super common. And so it was a way for gay men to, you know, kind of find people that they wanted to, like, hook up with with Mm -hmm. similar interests and whatever. Um, So I think that is something that's super interesting that goes along with what we'll probably be talking about today with um, queer dressing. Because especially, like, when you go back... To really when being queer was unacceptable, you had to dress a certain way to, like, express yourself to other people so other queer people would know.
0: Yeah, but you also had to be passing. Right,
1: so yeah. you had to be passing and then be very, you know, light with what you were doing. And so now when we get into times now where it's a little more acceptable, you find maybe, like, the idea of dressing queer, I think, is a little bit more controversial, I guess. mm mm-hmm. um, So it's just interesting how times it have is. changed. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it's quiet.
0: Do you have anything else to add before we jump in?
1: I mean, I think I'll have other things to. I have like I have points that go along with that, but I'm assuming you're gonna get to them. Okay. Um.
0: So I have a lot of notes, and they're not super organized, but it's fine. Um. So I mean, as you kind of said, like style, a lot of times is like seen as a marker of queerness. Mm -hmm. Um. But again, as you said, it's definitely, like, evolved over time. Um, and I guess... Okay, so apparently I dress gay. You do. We've we've mentioned this before.
1: Yeah, and it's something that gay people have told you. Yes. Which I think makes it a more valid point when it comes from a gay person.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um... But it's it's just interesting because like I dress more stereotypically "quote unquote" gay than my sister, and she is, who gay. is actually a gay woman. Yeah. <laughs> um. And like, I was thinking about why I dress "quote unquote" gay, and it's like, I mean, I would say on average I dress more like androgynously than the average woman my age, but mm. not exceedingly so. Like not in a crazy no. way. And I was just like, like, is is the reason I dress more gay in part because I dress less, like, quote-unquote sexual, quote-unquote feminine? And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, what, like, what constitutes sexual clothing? Like, how do we decide what is, like, like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like reveal like like what's you know like in that category Mm -hmm. because like if i wore the exact same thing as you yeah that was like revealing or whatever like Mm -hmm. would it be interpreted the
1: same on me as on you um i mean i think a lot of it like you can't just look at clothes either Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking of a specific friend that you have who dresses very gay but also like in their mannerisms, I mm-hmm. think, like, also comes off very gay, mm-hmm. and so I think, I don't know, I don't think you can just take the clothes, you know what Yeah, I mean? but then, yeah, I mean, that's
0: valid. I'm just, like, thinking, like, like, what, so, like, if, if I'm ace, mm-hmm. like, and if you know I'm ace... Like, what decides whether or not what I am wearing is seen as sexy? Is it automatically not sexy because I'm ace? Mm. Or is it just, like... Because, like, like what constitutes whether a look can be seen as, like, sexualized or not? Because a lot of times, like, body type comes into it. Because if a person who is overweight wears the same thing that Mm -hmm. a person, a skinny person, is
1: wearing... Like, people will be like, well, it's like, you well, know. So, so then I think it becomes, so, I mean, you have your standard clothes that I think we could blanket call sexy. You know, things that reveal skin mm-hmm. is what you would say are sexy clothes. Mm-hmm. When they're put on a person, I think then it comes down to what your preferences are for a person. Yeah. So if someone liked how you look and then mm-hmm. didn't like how I look and we were wearing the same thing, they could say you look sexy and then look at me and be like, oh, she looks gross in that. Or, like, if a skinny girl and a bigger girl wear, like, a crop top. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of comments about, like, fat girls can't wear crop tops. So, Mm -hmm. even though they're the same amount of revealing, one person might be sexy, the other might be gross. Well, it's... I
0: mean, and that's true. But I think there's definitely, like, as you mentioned with that last example, like, there's a societal standard. And it's, like, on the outside, I might kind of fit into that societal standard. But, like, I don't feel sexy in well, my day-to-day life, and I, I don't necessarily feel comfortable with that. So, I guess, like, what is, you know, like, is, is, is the attitude and intention of the person wearing whatever they're wearing what makes it sexier not?
1: I don't, I definitely think it goes into it, because if we're wearing the same thing, and you're very uncomfortable, that's gonna come off. People are gonna be like, she looks uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, I don't think anyone looks sexy when they're uncomfortable. That's there. so like i mean i do think like like you've said so i showed sarah an outfit i was buying recently mm-hmm. and i was like what do you think of it and she was like well you need to have the confidence to wear it yeah which i mean it, i mean that goes into it right yeah. because i wouldn't look as good in it if i looked uncomfortable to mm-hmm. pull off the outfit you have to pull off the outfit yeah so. well
0: or like when i went to a couple weddings recently where i got a dress that it went very low, Mm -hmm. like, Like, very very low. Like, the neckline. The neckline went very low. Um, But I was wearing, like, a bralette under it. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's not like anything was showing. But, like, when I was at home, I was like, oh, this is fine. But as soon as I was at the wedding, I was very self-conscious about it, and I was constantly, like, pulling it up because Mm -hmm. I was like, when I see myself wearing this dress, I do not see it as, like, a sexual thing. But as soon as I'm in a situation with other people... I'm afraid that they're going to interpret it
1: that way. I think it does also really involve, like, whose gaze is on you. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I can walk around the house in, like, a sports bra and really short shorts when it's hot out. And that's totally fine because I'm with my friends and, like, I know Mm -hmm. they don't view me like that. If Mm -hmm. I'm out in public or, like, with someone I like... That's going to be completely different. It's like wearing a bra versus a bathing suit. Yeah. The same amount is covered, but your intentions and who is looking at you and who has permission to look at you yeah. completely changes it. So it really it really isn't how much skin you're showing off. It, I think also the intention behind it yeah. really has to do with it.
0: Yeah. But with that side, just a lot of what society does is it sexualizes certain things, whether they mm-hmm. want it to be or not, yeah. um, which, like, when I was at that wedding is why I was kept pulling it up because, like, I did not want to be sexualized. Yeah. Like, and so I was trying to avoid that, but, like, because, like, I mean, if you see a kid wearing, like, a super tight outfit, yeah. you're not
1: gonna be like, oh, well, it's like when you whoa. see a baby wearing leggings, because exactly. babies all wear leggings now. Yeah. That's way different than seeing exactly. some grown ass woman. This was something interesting I was actually talking to my therapist about recently mm-hmm. because we recently went to a Halloween party. And I was dressed, my costume was, like, um, like a sexy version of something, I guess. And mm-hmm. I know we had a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like, part of the group costume. Yeah. We um, were all
0: different versions of the same thing. Yeah.
1: And so, me and one of our other housemates were the sexy version. And usually, I don't... weren't well, you the party version? I was, but, but I was yeah. wearing a bathing suit for bottoms. Yeah. And, like, tights. Yeah. So... It was interesting because, like, going into it, I was, like, I'm, like, very fine with how my body looks. So I was, like, whatever. But it wasn't until I was with other people that I was, like, other people are judging me right now. Like, other Mm -hmm. people think I'm trying to dress sexy and I'm, like, trying to be, like, the sexy Mm -hmm. girl at the party. Other people probably think I'm, like, trying to be something. And that made me uncomfortable because I was thinking about how other people thought about what I was thinking yeah yeah and it made exactly. it like really weird because I, I remember I kept going around the house and I was like you guys are judging me and you guys were like truly I don't give a shit about what you're wearing yeah but in my mind I was like oh my god all these people are like looking at what I'm wearing and they're mm-hmm. judging my intentions when I'm sure mm-hmm. no one gave a flying shit yeah but, like as a woman you know like right you're constantly thinking about that kind of stuff and, it, and it's like that was
0: like I've I've had Not quite to that same extent, but like I've had like situations where I've been like, I, or like if I just like wear shorts that are like short, I'm like like when I'm at home I'm I'm like oh this is fun and then I leave and I'm like sometimes I'm just like "Mm, I'm uncomfortable now not because I'm uncomfortable with what I'm wearing but I'm uncomfortable with how I fear that others might look at me because and you know
1: what's shitty is like. So I will often, yeah, be worried about, like, oh, other people think I'm trying to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. But even if I was trying to be a certain way, that's not a bad way to be. Yeah. Like, it's like we were saying in the Halloween episode, like, if you're dressing sexy because you want to, like, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But even in my mind, because I've been conditioned to think mm-hmm. that, like, a girl dressing sexy is, like, too much. Yeah. In my mind, even though I think that's okay, I was still uncomfortable with other people thinking I was that girl, even yeah. though I say I'm okay with those girls because it's just, like, ingrained, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks because then I'm like, oh, I'm not like as woke as I thought I was. I mean know?
0: But the fact that you realize that those instincts are wrong say yeah. more about you than the than the instincts but Yeah, do. I
1: mean it's definitely that's true. It's just but it's frustrating. Yeah. Know? It is.
0: Um but kind of jumping back to something I mentioned a little bit earlier, like I have a note here that says like I would be pretty uncomfortable if someone ever referred to me as sexy, even if I knew it was meant in good faith. Like, it was meant as a compliment. But that doesn't mean that I'm percu- precluded from wearing things that others might deem as sexy. Which just kind of, like, ties into the whole thing. It's like, just just because I don't view myself as yeah. sexy doesn't mean that others won't sexualize me. And that makes me uncomfortable.
1: I think this also ties into something that I see as, like, a big topic of this episode. Is uh, like, something that I think about a lot when it comes to clothes. Is people saying, like, you don't dress ace. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's a comment I've seen. I feel like people think that because
0: you're ace, you should be dressing super modestly. Well, it's
1: like, it's like people are like, well, why do you care about your appearance then if you're ace? Because like, especially if you're arrow ace, Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, you're not trying to attract anyone. You're not trying to date anyone. You're not trying to impress anyone. So like, why are you? Ultimate proof that I dress the way I dress for myself. And you know what? Here's the thing. I also
0: dress the way I dress in some ways for society. I keep Mm -hmm. wearing hats this week because my face is breaking out, and I want to cover it up, but that's only also making them break out worse because, like, I'm, you know... so dirty. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, like... And I'm fully aware of that. Like, when I was in L.A. I might have mentioned this before. When I was in L.A., I wore makeup, like, every single day because L.A. is the kind of place Mm -hmm. that makes you feel like you have to look good all the time. Yeah. And, um... And so, I mean, it's true that, like, I wear things to some extent, to impress other people. But I also wear things to feel good about myself, and I do not wear things just to try and attract other people. Um I got that went on a tangent.
1: I don't think so. I think that's on topic.
0: I just forgot what we were trying it back uh, well, to. Well,
1: I was saying that, I don't know, I guess I kind of changed the subject back to queerness. Because mm-hmm. I think... I just think it's very interesting, especially going back to what I was saying historically about, like, now people saying, like, oh, you dress gay, or, like, why do you dress that way when you're ace, and now it's seen as, like, not a great thing, I guess, to say that someone dresses like they're gay, Mm -hmm. because I think it's very, like, you are like, why are you stereotyping gay people? Like, not Mm -hmm. all gay men are super feminine, not Mm -hmm. all lesbian women are super butch, and so Mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting, like, tying it back historically, because- Back in ye old day, mm-hmm. you had to dress a certain way or do certain things with your appearance to make sure other people knew, like, in the community, yeah. knew you were queer. Yeah. But, like, now it's interesting that we've progressed to such a point that it's almost, like, n- not good. And I,
0: I think part of the reason for that is because the stereotypes, if you're talking about gay women, their stereotypical dressing is more mask. And if you're talking about gay men, their stereotypical dressing is more femme. And I think... I think the issue people have with that is because it makes it... I mean, first of all, you're, it's blanket statement, like, the whole group. But also, it's because we we don't want people to think that there's, like, like a man and a woman in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're just both women. It doesn't yeah. matter how you dress... Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... If you if two women are getting married... Like, when my my two cousins got married... Well, one of them is my cousin. The other yeah. one is my cousin's wife. Um, but, like, when they got married, they both wore, wore wedding dresses. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in lesbian weddings, one wears a dress, one wears a suit. Sometimes they both wear suits. Sometimes they both wear, I don't know, velour jumpsuits. I don't know. Yes. But, like, but like it's like it doesn't make a difference. Like, some yeah. women dress more femininely than others. Kayla dresses more femininely than I do. That doesn't make her, like more or less a woman or like that doesn't mean she acts more or less a woman because what the fuck is acting like a woman anyway (gasps) um (laughs) yeah so i think that's part of the pushback is because they're trying to get away from that idea that gay women are more like men yeah and gay men are more like women
1: yeah it's just hard because i feel like clothes and style are a big part of queer culture. Like, I was just watching a presentation in class today about, like, queer high fashion and, Mm -hmm. like, how queer fashion designers are, like, making certain pieces to, like, queer fashion. Mm -hmm. Queer as a verb. Mm -hmm. um, To kind of, like, subvert norms and everything. And so it's hard when it's... I feel definitely a big part of the culture. Mm -hmm. And then... But it's also... It can easily get misunderstood. Mm -hmm. So, like... And And if you look... I'm thinking of just,
0: like, of famous men who go to events, red carpet, that sort of thing. Um, Oftentimes you find that the men who are most willing to take risks and to wear something other than a black suit and a tie (gasps) are queer men. Mm -hmm. And that's just, like... I mean, when you, like... um, John Boyega, who I believe is straight, I don't know for sure, yeah. but he wears colored suits sometimes, mm-hmm. and people like lose their mind because it's like, thank God someone just wore something different. <laughs> yeah. But then like you've got like es- Ezra Miller dressing as
1: Hedwig slash also <laughs> dressing as a yeah. sleeping bag. <laughs> we also had like Adam Rippon's like mm-hmm. bondage suit. Mm-hmm. was, like, I think a queer artist made that, too. I yeah. mean, like, that was the queerest thing I've ever seen someone wear mm-hmm. because you're taking the queer idea of, like, BDSM and bondage, which, like, in the grand scheme of, like, queer theory is something that's queer because it's not normative. Mm-hmm. So, like, truly one of the queerest things I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. I have one more note that it kind of relates to some of the things we said. Mm-hmm. Not to what we just said, but I would like to say it. Okay. Um, a lot of, like, the, the issue in terms of, like, deciding what's sexy and what isn't mm. is, it has to do with, like, the nuance of allowing all people, including a people, to be viewed as sexual beings, but not forcing a sense of sexuality on them. So if they want to be viewed as sexual beings... Their behaviors and their clothing, quote unquote. Not that clothing really denotes sexualism. Sexualism, <laughs> it's not a word. Um, but like in in society, we we give it power, whatever. Um, like, because people who are ace, if they want to feel sexy, let them let them do what they want. Just because a person is ace doesn't mean they cannot wear something that would be deemed quote unquote sexy. Because we don't all dress wearing. <laughs> I didn't have a good end for that sentence. Mm-hmm. Very modestly, Kayla's just been staring at me. I'm you're just confusing me. I think why am I, why am I confusing you? I don't know. I just like I forgot what you just said.
1: Ace uh, black people and all people. Oh yeah. Well, because that's also like ace people can still have sex. Yeah. Just because they're not sexually attracted doesn't mean they're not trying to look sexy or they're not, like, trying to have sex. And not all people
0: who aren't ace back and not all people who do have sex feel comfortable being quote-unquote sexy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a very individual thing, and so you have to, you know, you have to imagine people complexly, mm-hmm. as they say. Like, you have to like allow people the space to like if they want to be like sexual go for it if not don't force it onto them but society likes to do that yeah society. a women again it's the double standard of like simultaneously have to be sexy but also you have to be modest yeah it's like
1: what are you doing yeah and i also think kind of uh jumping to a new point Mm -hmm. is that the frustrating thing especially now that like trans and non-binary people are gaining acceptance like Mm -hmm. a frustrating thing about like the slowness of progress i guess or where other people don't see is that like people automatically take like if you're dressed quote-unquote more masculine or feminine they take that as your gender yeah and like we know people that are trans that are trans that are like they prefer the pronoun no so we know people that are trans that are like a he or a they, they go by they or he pronouns, but they mm-hmm. present like when in feminine clothes More feminine, and yeah. like wear dresses and skirts and wear makeup. And I also know um, another person that's trans who's a trans woman and she like wears really baggy clothes and sweatpants mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. which like I feel like if you hear about a trans woman, you would just assume. like, like, oh, if you want to be a woman then you probably are into really feminine things. I I, I think of, like, women wearing dresses. Right, so you think that, like, oh, you're gonna go through your transition Mm -hmm. and then, like, oh, well. Buy all new clothes. Yeah, like, why do you dress the same? So I just think it's unfortunate that, like, the way people present themselves and the clothes they wear has to be so closely linked to their actual gender and their, Mm -hmm. their... Mm -hmm. sexuality when like people should like closer is closed dude well and i think that's part of the reason why
0: people sometimes think i'm gay is because Mm -hmm. i dress quote unquote gay
1: yeah um
0: but i do have long hair and hair also matters right Mm -hmm. because there are there's like um there's like the there's there's like the For women, there's the quote-unquote gay haircut, Mm -hmm. and then there's the bisexual haircut, which Mm -hmm. is, like, a little bit longer. Yeah. And that's the joke. Um, But it's, like, I mean, I would, at this point in my life, I would never cut that much hair off of my head. I don't think it would suit your face. Yeah. And, like, (sighs) you know. Um, But, you know what I realized is that for younger women, like, what type of of, if you have short hair, what type of short haircut you have influences how people perceive you. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're, like, an old woman who has short hair, like, yeah, You're just an old woman. You're (laughs) just an old woman, right? But then, like, in the 1920s, the fact that women for the first time had short hair, or that it was common... It was liberating. There's, like, a huge liberation thing. And so, like, I'm just thinking of the difference between, like 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 a pixie cut like mm. manic pixie dream girl pixie yeah. cut like you th- you associate that with like femininity even even though it's short mm-hmm. you associate it with like girls wearing dresses and like girls who maybe they're like very like liberal and liberated but they're still yeah. feminine whereas if you think of hairstyles that like you might associate more with, like, things that men wear. Like, if there's, like, a quiff or a quaff or whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it, like, that's gayer. Yeah. Because... Because it's more masculine. Because it's more quote-unquote masculine. Which, there's no basis for why it is that way. It's just, it somehow is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will say the one gay or queer thing about it is that it is subverting stereotypes. So, I mean, like, it is... But so is the pixie cut. Right. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking of, like, women who, like, buzz their hair. Yeah. Or, like, it's very short. Like, I think that is more of a statement, I guess, than a pixie cut, but... Yeah, but when
0: Britney Spears did it, it
1: wasn't... Well, it's because she was insane. It was a statement. That's true. Well, I mean, that was also a statement about liberation, because people kept touching her hair. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. But then, I was thinking about men and hair. Because that's, mm. that's a whole other shenanigans. Because men are, quote-unquote, supposed to have short hair. Yeah, but long hair is, like, in now. But long hair is in now. But here's the thing. Depending Again, depending on the hair and the, what you do with it will impact, like, how people view you. Yeah. I mean, t- to some extent, like, however you present yourself yeah. is gonna, you know, whatever. That's stupid and dumb. Um, but, like, so if hair's long, there's a couple different things that can happen. Either it's, like, unkempt where it's, like, Either they're lacking self-care, or they're just, like, I'm just thinking of, like, yeah, no, lacking lacking self-care is the one that I'm thinking of. Um, like, hipstery, like, Mm -hmm. man bun, sort of deal. Um, or it's, like, dreadlocks, which is seen Mm -hmm. as more, like, gangster associated with black culture. Yeah. So it has a little bit more of a negative connotation, Mm -hmm. at least in, in white America. Yeah. Um... And so there are certain types of long hair for men that are acceptable, and certain ones that aren't.
1: hmm Why? It's dumb. I mean, I know why. I also think it's interesting, like, going along with hair of, like, I feel like the, the more men take care of their hair, mm-hmm. the more, like... Metrosexual, yeah, a the, little more
0: like feminine, they are, and it's like, what? So, it's feminine now to take care of your body, well, yeah. So, body like, and guys with like
1: really nice, because like, I, yeah, on the one end there's guys with really long hair that it's just unkempt, and you're like, oh, I don't think you shower or clean your hair very much, yeah. That seems very masculine to me, because yes. like, so, oh, I'm a, a man and I don't care what I look like because I'm a man, yeah. But yeah, the more you get into a man like washing his face. Like, taking care of his body and, like, Mm -hmm. making his hair shiny and healthy. Then you get into people being, like, oh, he's, like, a metrosexual. Like, Mm -hmm. he's super feminine because he cares about his hygiene and Mm -hmm. his looks. Because that's feminine, apparently. But it also, like, men also, like, men also have a tremendous, like, burden to look a certain way. A Mm -hmm. lot of it... These days is a burden to look very ma- like muscular, mm-hmm. and so now you have men being unhealthy with the amount they're in the gym. That's mm-hmm. a growing problem. It's like yeah. another form of like a body disorder. Some yeah. men get like addicted to working out and supplements and like having their muscles look huge. Yeah. So it's this weird thing where it's like men aren't supposed to care what they look like, but also society is like, well, but you also need they're to look this to care way. About certain things. Right. Yeah. So it's like you have to care without mm-hmm. looking like you
0: care. But if they have like a beard or a mustache or facial hair of some mm-hmm. sort taking care of that is masculine mm-hmm. because it's a it's because well, it's, it's a guy it's, it's thing. a masculine thing because not, women not do that they well some women do have facial hair yeah for I various mean, reasons but
1: like your traditional but, woman yeah if you're talking stereotypically stereotypically yeah and
0: so it's like it's just we got like mustaches
1: and like Guys with big beard culture. Like, that's a whole culture. Remember when glitter beard became a thing? That was magical. Do you I remember loved when it. mustaches in like 2013 were like cool. Yeah. Like, there was like stickers of mustaches everywhere and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I was really into that. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. You remember c- all, along with glitter beard, flower beard I was a thing? I love a flower beard. That,
1: I mean, that was great because the thing
0: I liked about that was that, like, yeah, it was like. It, like just like a stupid internet trend, but also like it was men subverting the mm-hmm. idea that a beard automatically conveys masculine. Yeah, I
1: was taking this very masculine symbol and being like, No. I'm gonna she's take this art.
0: I'm gonna take this quote unquote feminine thing, whether that be mm. glitter or flowers, and I'm gonna decorate it. Yes. Decoration. I also like when people braid their beards. <laughs> I think it's fun. It's funny. Um Yeah, and then just like Men who wear makeup, men. Mm. I've seen a lot more men wearing nail polish these days. I
1: That's have too. Great. I'm a big fan. But yeah, men who like go get like manicures or pedicures, people are like, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but like really. Like a lot of times with like, like pedicures, it's like a health thing for it, your feet, it really, because feet get nasty. Yeah. And so, if you care about your foot health, you'd probably get a pedicure more yeah. often anyway. You don't
0: have to like paint your nails a certain color. It's you just can like just good for your feet, dude. They're tired. It's true. Um, and then, yeah, like, men who, like, there's, there's more of them now because you have, like, Manny MUA and you have James Charles. Yeah. And those folks who are, like, you know, YouTubers who are, you know, makeup YouTubers. Um, and so it's a little bit more normalized now. But I imagine if you go into a more conservative place in yeah, the country, they, no. would, they would be absolutely unbelievable. Um, There's this
1: kid I always see on Instagram, and he's, like, a young-looking boy. Mm-hmm. And he is just, like, doing makeup tutorials. And I'm like, truly, you're 10. How are you, have, are you running a business right now? That's actually...
0: I've seen that. And the really interesting thing I've seen about that is the discourse about whether it's okay for him to be doing it that young. And the argument is, if a girl were 10 years old and wearing that much makeup, it would be seen as a sexualizing thing.
1: But I've also seen really young girls doing tutorials online. I know. But young girls are frowned upon because it's...
0: It it, is true. It's
1: it's seen as sexualizing. I have read the comments of some, like, really young girls I see Mm -hmm. on Instagram doing their makeup, and people are like, oh my god, she's so young, I would never let my daughter do that. Mm -hmm. I remember... One time, when I was quite young, I wanted to wear green eyeshadow to church one day because <laughs> I would, like, only wear makeup for dance recitals. And mm-hmm. I thought I looked so pretty because...
0: Yeah, it was, like, beauty a thing standards. that, we, that we, got, we got to wear makeup for, like, yeah. dance recitals.
1: But, like, so one day I, like, had my little Avon thing of, like, eyeshadow because mm-hmm. my aunt sold Avon. And I, like, put it on, but I, like, Marie snuck it. My Mary Kay. Well, so. now they have to fight. <laughs> um, but I, like, snuck it into the bathroom because I knew my parents wouldn't want to me to wear it because whatever and I like, put on green eyeshadow and I came out of the bathroom. My parents were like, Nah, you can't wear that and You blip, said blip, green blip,
0: eyeshadow blip. the first time and I heard green mascara and I was like, Well, wow, like, I, mean <laughs> truly mascara? I was going for it.
1: Um, no. And then my parents were like super mad at me. And mm. I'm like but like at the time I was like, whatever, I'm ten. But like <laughs> thinking back, I'm like, why do you have to sexualize yeah. Like, it's truly it's just like your kid... green island. It's like your kid having a good time with their face. Like... <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, like, it's such just, a weird way to frame like, it. Like, it's just a kid, like, experimenting and being creative. Yeah.
0: Like... But there's just such this connotation that it's a, a sexualizing thing to wear makeup. Like, a lot of kids, like, And we were hot. going
1: to church! To church! To God's house. God did not want me to wear green eyeshadow that
0: day. No, he didn't. Um, the... Other thing I wanted to talk about was men and skirts. Because here's the thing. Skirts are seen as feminine, right? Dresses, skirts, feminine. But kilts... People make fun of kilts, though. Here's the thing. So kilts, people make fun of them. And, like, a lot of people may balk at wearing them. But we have a certain amount of respect for them. And I was like, why? Like, we'll make fun of people wearing kilts, but we won't, like disown them, you know? Like, it's not, like, a huge thing. And so I was like, okay, why is that? Because it's a cultural object. And then I was thinking, okay, it's a cultural object, but there are some cultures that have similar cultural objects that are not seen as okay things. And then I was like, it's a white culture.
1: Yeah, what other things are you thinking of?
0: I'm just thinking of, I know I've seen, like, some stuff of, like, Polynesian cultures, where, like, they have, like, It's kind of like a a grass-skirtish situation, but the men Mm, also wear them. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, But, like, it's much more okay. I mean, in both cases, it is, like, a cultural object. Yeah. But, like, it's more okay, even if it is mocked a little bit. Yeah. The idea of the kilt, because it's a white cultural object. You
1: also look at Irish culture, and it's very Catholic and very religious. Yeah. So I feel like people would assume, like, oh, well, they're not doing anything gay, because, look... How Catholic and conservative they are. Yeah, that's true.
0: We went through myself faster than I thought we would. I'm very sorry. Do you have any other things to say about dr- you? You kept say you kept you kept saying like queer dressing, and I was like ranch dressing. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> just
1: um, ranch dressing, but for when you're so gay.
0: Okay, basically, clothing is such a why is it such a thing listen men's the pockets they're so much bigger
1: yeah i just think like to kind of sum up like everything we've talked about it's just like it's just another form of like expression and a form of just like culture that people really use to put people in boxes and Mm -hmm. that people use to exaggerate the binary whether it is binary sexuality or binary gender. Mm -hmm. Like, people, there are very clear lines between men's clothes and women's clothes, and increasingly, there's a lot of androgynous clothes, Mm -hmm. and it's coming into style, but, like, it is so... Binary and you know, like letting your little boy wear a princess dress is like this whole big deal. It's the worst it's, thing you
0: could possibly do. Right. And even child. when you
1: let them, it's like this big deal like, oh my God, you're letting your son wear a dress. You're so brave. Great
0: parent. You like,
1: are. it's just, and like, I completely understand why these things are the way they are. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm like, how could society do this? Like, yeah. I get it. We all get it. It's just when you, it's just unfortunate when you see people trying to break that and Mm -hmm. it's hard because like it's, if you really think about it, it's just clothes. It's just what you're wearing. It's just another form of self-expression. Um, it's like how, um,
0: heels were invented for men so that their calves could look nice in their paintings.
1: Yeah. I love that fact. Well, it's also how like Women shaving their legs. Yeah. Razor companies invented that to sell razors yeah. to the other half of the world that wasn't wearing or wasn't <laughs> wearing wasn't razors, using razor them because they were like, oh, only men are using razors right now. But, we like, want to sell, sell more. So what do we do? And then they were like, oh, women must be as rats. Yeah. And then like with diamonds, diamonds didn't diamonds used to be like in super abundance, mm-hmm. and then diamond companies were like, fuck, we need to sell these more, and so they. Created this ingenious advertising where they were like, we have to connect diamonds with like engagement. Like engagement rings used to be like nothing. It would just be like, here's this piece of plastic cap. Cap.
0: Pierce of aluminum. Yeah. Pierce
1: of aluminum. Uh, (laughs) Ah, yes. Like, so a lot of these things, it's just capitalism. Mm
0: Oh, capitalism does it all.
1: T. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Live in a wild, wild world. It's all dumb. Let people wear what they want. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm way more comfortable just like walking into the men's sections of stores now. Sarah just, like, loves a good
1: care. men's section. Would you like to, you know, what the thing you tell me like every at least month? Yes, I feel like that's very fitting for this episode. I didn't even think about. it. And I think you should just. I feel like you've probably told the world before, but oh, I think I've told them so many times. The most fi- fitting episode for just you. Just a either. quick reminder
0: that if I were a man, I would be so stylish.
1: And again, what's what? interesting about that? As you say, if I was a man, I'd be more stylish. I'd be so stylish. But there's truly nothing stopping you from dressing that's how what you I would as say. a man. That's there's what I was really, about to say. really, you could be stylish right now.
0: But that's the, that's the thing. That's what I was about to say, is that, like, if I were a man, if I identified as a man, I would feel that my fashion options were more limited. And so, the more quote-unquote masculine clothing that I like now... I would would kind of be, like, my only options. Whereas now, as a woman, I feel like I have a lot more options. And so I still do dress that way in some days. But some days I also don't because there are other ways I like to dress too because my fashion sense is sometimes all over the place. Um, also, it's, I think I mentioned this before, it's also, like, body type. Mm-hmm. Like, just as a woman, I'm not a very curvy person in general. Yeah. But I am more curvy than I would be if I had been, like, what? I'm confused about where this is going. Genetics. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, in general, yeah. the way women who are assigned woman at birth yeah. are built is different than the way men are built. Yeah, because
1: you have to birth a baby.
0: Well, yeah. you don't have
1: to, but you're supposed to, I guess. Right.
0: And so that's part of the problem now is that, like, Men's clothing or clothing that is deemed as being men's doesn't always fit me right. Yeah, because
1: that is the one also, also I'm short. That is the one thing I'll say about like clothes being separated by gender is like, I mean, for the body type, some things do have to be tailored a certain way. And that is true,
0: but also there are, there's so much variety within the genders and, genders yeah. and body, especially women. Yeah, like, there are so many different body shapes. Yeah, that it's like cuz like my body shape, like we're like roughly the same size. Like you're thinner than I am, but we're the same height. Yeah. But like that's the whole, like we're the same height, but our bodies are oh, not shaped are like each other. Our body types at are really all. different. Yeah. And we're both like within like the like this is considered a healthy weight. Nah, I don't think I might weight, be but too skinny. I probably am under weight at this point, but eat more food. Trying. Um but like we're we're within what society would consider to be like okay right
1: yeah. but our bodies are shaped very differently. Yeah. I have very broad shoulders we, and I don't have hips. We measured our butts that one time. Do you remember back in that episode? I don't think we ever announced the results of that in the following we episode. We did measure our butts. We Kayla's measured butt is bigger than yeah, mine. And we did it also our singular male roommate was in the living room while we were doing this and he truly was He was like what is so going on? Uncomfortable and so angry that we were doing this in his <laughs> presence. He truly was so angry. I was just curious. Also, it doesn't have to be sexual. That were measuring our butts, and he was getting all upset about it. And I was like, "This is just two platonic ladies trying just to measuring see our butts. Who's butt then is bigger?" And he made me feel uncomfortable.
0: And I was like, "Why well, you did you do this?" He do? Well, no, it was just because like oh, he, was he was stuff. uncomfortable. I was like, "This doesn't have to be a thing. I know. It's
1: just a body part.
0: I know." Well, <sighs> you know, okay. So the TV show Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, yes, she like <laughs> her whole not her whole thing, but one of her things is that she measures, like, all of her body parts, like, every day to make sure that it's, like, the same size, because this is the 50s, right? Yeah. And I forgot. <sighs> Oh, but we we weren't doing it to, like, to, like, meet a standard. We just wanted to know who's butt was bigger. Yeah.
1: I was watching... It's Kayla. It's it's my... We were watching a video. I was watching a video yesterday that was called, like, Why It Sucks to Be a Model. I was down a YouTube hole. Mm -hmm. But it was this girl talking about how she was, like, 16 and she got into a modeling agency. And Mm -hmm. she was, like, very small. Mm -hmm. And they measured her and they were, like, you need to drop, like, a ton of weight. And Mm -hmm. so she basically, like, starved herself. And she was such as 5'9". And then she was, like, 102 pounds. Oh, my God. Which, for someone 5'9", that is not healthy. That is not healthy. And she was saying, like, she then went to Milan, and they were like, you're too big here. And so she had to lose any, even more oh weight. Oh, my God. And so, like, she had to starve herself.
0: I would, I don't like, think my body would be capable of doing that.
1: Oh, she said she was, like, she was tired all the time and, like, angry and, like, yeah. obviously it was not healthy. She yeah. was severely underweight. Oh, but, I like, just mean I don't think my body could physically get
0: could physically do that oh like shrink she's just, like she just did, just because like just the way i'm built mm-hmm. i have big thighs i don't know man you have like broad shoulders too yeah yeah you do not
1: have a model's body That's i right, don't sir. i
0: have a gymnast's body i, I have, have the, the body, body of a
1: retired gymnast you really do it's pretty accurate. And i have a body
0: we all have bodies who yes yeah, and
1: cool. we all have consciousnesses okay interesting what's our poll this week do you have a body? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. What's your question? Um,
0: I want something to do with, like, do you ever feel sexy slash do, do you ever... Do you feel... Get out of my house. Um, like do, you, like, do you ever feel sexy or do you ever, like, have an urge to feel sexy? Because I think because so many of our listeners are a spec, hmm. I'm just kind of, like, curious... As to, like, whether...
1: So how about this? How about... Okay. I think it should be, like, do you ever feel sexy slash aspire to be sexy? And then we'll split it between yes. A-spec and yeah. not Yes, I'm ace. No, I'm ace. I would say A-spec. Just yes, I'm general. A-spec. No, I'm A-spec. Yes.
0: I'm not A-spec. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not A-spec.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Jace. Jace.
0: My answer would be No. And I may spec? Um, like my answer would be yes and I may spec. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good for us. Go team. Um, d- diverse ladies. Amazing. What's your beef of the week? Ooh. Can I tell you my beef of the week? Yes. My beef of the week is that I went the first twenty one years of my life know where this is going, truly. You know exactly where this is going. I'm sure I do, but I don't. I spent the first 21 years of my life not knowing that apparently I'm funny? Oh my God. I cannot
1: believe we're getting into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Poll. Okay. Is Sarah funny? <laughs> apparently I'm funny. Mm-hmm. No one told me. So apparently, like, people laughing at Sarah's jokes was not enough for her to tell for 21 years. No, because years. I'm
0: a woman. <laughs> No, legit. You are. legit like no, I way,
1: I blame the patriarchy for this. I blame everything on the it's patriarchy. It's like because
0: I'm a woman, no one had really told me I was funny. Mm-hmm.
1: And so then, well, if they did, they probably said you were funny for a girl. Too, yeah. So.
0: Um, and then like when people laughed at things I said or did, I would see it as like, oh, in that moment I was funny. Mm-hmm. Like I I did a funny thing. Mm-hmm. But turns out if you do enough funny things, mm-hmm. it makes you a funny
1: person. If it makes you feel better, Sarah, I don't think you're funny. Thank you. Um, Actually, that's not
0: what you told me the other day. I was just trying to make you feel
1: better. Okay. Um, But then it's also weird,
0: like, being like, I'm going to claim this identity as I'm funny. It, it makes me feel kind of uncomfortable.
1: Well, because then you're just, like, boasting about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also,
0: like, there was a reason, like... The spec script I'm writing this semester is for The Good Place, which is a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I was very nervous to do that because I didn't think I was funny. Yeah, you did tell me that. Why didn't you tell me then, Kayla? I don't...
1: I don't know. I don't just, like, go around complimenting you.
0: I know. We don't
1: do that in this I house. Know. We don't say nice things to each other. I'm just <gasps> saying if <gasps> I were... what we should do every week? We should say something nice about the other person. No. See, this is the problem, Sarah. You probably would have found out you were funny sooner if we said nice things I would each have found
0: out I was funny sooner if I were a man. Well, you also would have found out sooner if we said nice things to each other.
1: What's your beef of the week? My beef of the week is that I have to be an adult soon. <laughs> um, here's the tea. Um, I am, I have like three very close friends here at school. Sarah is unfortunately one of them. Hey. Of these four people. I am one of the four. I am the only one who has to be an adult. I have to be an adult first, because here's the tea. One of our friends is going into grad school right away. The other of our friends is taking a gap year and going to med school. Sarah is graduating in uh, August. In August. Not December. Right, so...
0: I I thought it was going to have to be December, but then it was August.
1: She's only graduating, like,
0: a summer late. I I had to email the auditor again, and I was like, Linda, I'm so sorry. Linda, Linda... Please change my graduation date again. And I apologize so much. And she goes, no, it's not a problem. It's okay. I
1: emailed my advisor recently to check on a requirement. And she was like, Kayla, you emailed me about this, uh, like, five months ago. And she said it in, like, a kind of a sassy way. She was like, please refer back to the other email. And I looked and I was like, oh, I did ask the same exact question. How did she remember that? I'm sure she looked at my file or something. But I was like, oh, she's so right. But what a sassy bitch. Anyway, (laughs) so... um. I'm, like, the only one of my friends, because I also have another close friend who is taking a gap year and then going to law school. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, but, like, because I'm now decorating, Mm. because
0: I'm now graduating in August instead of December, I'll have to be a real adult sooner.
1: Yeah, but not as soon as I do. Yeah. Like, I'm the only one of our friends who is, like, actively job searching. Yeah. Because all of our other friends, our one friend that's taking a gap year and then going to med school, he needs a job, but he, like, he is fine. Yeah. Um. So, like, I'm the only one that's having to like currently prepare to be an adult, like, which makes me so unmotivated to do that because no one around me is doing it. So I'm like, why would I do this? Because no one else is. Yep. And, but I need to. And, um, (laughs) if you're listening, please hire me. (laughs) Mm, Yep. One time, someone I'm um auditioning for, someone I'm uh I've done a couple interviews for, did listen to this podcast, and I think they listened to an episode where I pleaded for a job so um <laughs> maybe you know. that'll work we'll see yeah. what happens <laughs> we'll see what happens there Amazing. Anyway. uh all
0: right you can find that poll or tell us about your beef of the week on our twitter at sounds pod i'm so upset i never got to change it to sounds dawn's early, but okay <laughs> i remembered but <laughs> some lovely 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 human on tumblr
1: no, it wasn't that. Okay, well, recently, yes, some very nice person on Tumblr made some fan art, and yeah. it, it got a lot of notes. Yes, and so a lot of people started listening. We've been getting more listens, which was wild. Also, near that ta- that time, Aven retweeted us. Yeah, that was it. And so the day Sarah wanted to turn our name on Twitter into sounds donzerly but okay, we were getting a lot of new follows yeah. from people from Avon. and I was like, Sarah, you can't change that today because then people will be confused and they won't they want won't. to listen to us, and yeah. we need those listens. I need so no I listens. wouldn't let her change it. And she was like, uh, but it's Still sounds donjali. But But if it makes you feel better, everyone in our life has been making fun of me about Donjali. And one of you absolutely roasted me on Twitter about (laughs) it. You um, I think it was someone named Anna on Twitter. Um, but they were like, you should take voice lessons to figure out why your voice is like that. By the way, none of you told me why my voice is like this. What are you doing? Please get <laughs> on that. Why are you? none of you invested in this? Um, but they were like, you should do that. And also maybe it would help you with things like Don's early. And they were being nice, but also completely roasted me. And <laughs> I felt thoroughly burnt. I can't um, We also have a Tumblr,
0: soundsfakepod.tumblr.com. Or you can email us, soundsfakepod at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon.
1: And you know what? What? It was just recently Giving Tuesday. It was! I'll just put that out there. If you're feeling giving. Today is... A Thursday. S-
0: well, when they listen to this, if they listen uh, to it Sacrifice on one, Sunday. Sacrifice
1: be- some of your money to us. Sounds... Fake Sunday. Sun- sounds fake Sunday. But okay. Oh, why have we wait? We always release oh episodes on a my sun- God. <gasps> How am I someone that wants to go into marketing, marketing and I've never marketing, thought marketing. about that in my life? Don't hire me. I don't deserve it. <laughs> don't say that. It sounds fake Sunday. Why have we oh. never done that before? Because we're dumbasses.
0: Also, on Patreon, if they give us enough money, if they give you us a money, you get it on and Saturday. <laughs>
1: Why didn't any of you tell us? You've been letting us do this for, like, a year and a half, and no one told us? You didn't even tell Kayla why her voice sounds weird. Truly, you guys are kind of getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
0: Anyway. All right. Anyway, um, our $2 patrons are Sarah Jones and Keith McBlain. Our $5 patrons, who get Sounds Fake Saturday, Our um, Jennifer Smart, our suit of to Austin Lane, Drew Finney, and Perry Fierro, who, by the way... After I butchered Perry's name two it, weeks in a row,
1: yeah.
0: um, he messaged... you should try to say it different every yes. week. He messaged me, and he was like, Because he's mean, our friend, I already. Yeah, we know him in real life. And um, he was like, I mean, like, I didn't think my
1: name was hard, but, like, maybe but, it is. And then was... he asked you for a recording, didn't he? Of you saying his name wrong? Mm, I don't remember that. Oh, I thought I read Hold that. Hold on,
0: let me... I, I sent him a
1: good message. I'd like to... Oh. Um... Perry also thanked me, uh, because last week we sang a lot of Hamilton, and he was like, I wanted to listen to Hamilton today, but now I don't have to, because I listened <laughs> to your podcast, and I was like, you are, are so nommer, welcome. Name. Um, I
0: told him, I said, he said, he, he said that, asked if I needed a sound recording of oh, him right. saying his name. Um, he, and he was, I was, I told him his name was a real tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I never th- thought so, but maybe it's time to reevaluate, and I was like, or... You could simply change your name, and I gave him two really good options. Mm-hmm. And what were they? Piero Fiero mm-hmm. and Perry
1: Ferry. <laughs> Which I think are great names. What about Piero Ferry? Anyway, I think you should say it differently every time. Okay. I'll say all of our patrons' <laughs> names different every
0: time.
1: <gasps> yes. That's a perk. That'll be a new perk. Can you give us enough money? I'll <laughs> we'll mispronounce we'll your, your name. <laughs> Sarah will butcher your name. Hey, I'm good at pronouncing names. You are. But well. if you pay you extra, you'll be bad at it, oh, which is yeah. fancy.
0: <laughs> some, some, uh, uh, sneak peeks. Hones.
1: Oh. Kieta. McBlane. Oh. This reminds me of the vine where he, like, pronounces everything. Free Shavakadoon. No, the vine where someone, like, goes through, um, a grocery store yeah. and they pronounce everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. But also Free Shavakadoon. Also Free sure um, Anyway, continue.
0: Jennifer. Janinefer. Mm-hmm. Smart. That one's a little harder to fuck S- up. Smear. <laughs> Smear too. Oh, Asrita, I can't even say her first name wrong because you everyone could say it with everyone an says accent. it. Everyone always says it wrong, so
1: I can't bring. It. I everyone says Astridha. Oh, everyone are like, uh, but you could say it the way she hates, which is like with like the way her mom says it. How does her mom? Astridha.
0: That's kind of what I just said. But yeah, but that's the way
1: you're, like, the quote unquote supposed to say it. Yeah.
0: But she hates it because that's what her mom says. Because so thought, I will not mispronounce your name. Because well, people mispronounce people
1: her knew last that. name at least Minnesota. <laughs> oh, T. Aus Austin...
0: Lee. <laughs> uh, Derev. <laughs> um. Patrons are going to take a long time now. The oh, boy. And then Perry Fairy.
1: Thanks for listening. (laughs) Tune
0: in next Sunday for more of us in your ears.
1: And until then, take care of your six foot giant cow. Good care,
0: please. Mm.